Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 209. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this next episode of Lessons in Luke as we are making our way through the Gospel of Luke. Uh, today we are in chapter 14. And uh, for today's lesson, um, it's could be a, a fairly short one. And as I was going th- through what I felt like uh, the Lord wanted to bring to the front of this particular episode. I was struck by a very small passage at the at the very end of the chapter. Jesus is um, he speaks quite a lot in this chapter, um, teaching them uh, various lessons, and he says something at the very end. Of one of his lessons, he's in the context of uh, speaking of the cost of being a disciple of his. And at the very end, before the chapter ends, he says, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. And this is a, a very, I think, profound statement and important one it um, it implies that there is something to discover that may not be implicitly or um, explicitly rather said so there's discovery to be had inside of what Jesus was saying to them um no doubt, um, I would dare to say all of the people, maybe with the exception of one or two odd, um, but I would I would dare to say everyone who was listening to him had ears, um, but not everyone had ears to hear. Um, many times in our own lives, we hear things, but we don't really hear them. We have words coming to us. We may be even somewhat processing these words, but we don't really hear what's being said. I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but to me for sure, you will be hearing somebody say something and it's almost like after they're done, you kind of snap back to reality and you probably couldn't regurgitate anything of what was said. And so you kind of limp your way through a response. Um, I think I think there's something connected to that in what Jesus says here. At the end of all he said, he ends it with, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. He says this, in several different instances throughout the gospels, uh, the gospel writers' accounts, and so it bears consideration. It bears uh, consideration also because um, it it should provoke us. I think that's a good word um, for how I feel about it. 
it's provoking. It it suggests to to me as a reader that there's something to discover, and th- if I'm not careful, there's something that I could miss. Um, notice also that in that statement, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Notice that it's I, I won't say casual, but sometimes we sometimes we are in such a urgency to have people truly hear what we're trying to say to communicate. We can come across very desperate and if if we're not careful, maybe even a little over eager. Now, that's not to say that Jesus did not desperately want his hearers to hear genuinely what he was saying, what he was trying to teach them to communicate. Of course he was. Of course his his goal was to have everyone that was hearing him within the sound of his voice and even beyond, even to those who were um, traveling beyond him and sharing the things that he spoke of. Of course, he wanted it to resonate with everyone um, even more deeply than than just the initiary stages of of salvation. You know, how many of us, you know, we can we can be saved and be brought into the kingdom of God, but still be so broken and um, dysfunctional and just in pieces and a mess. Um, how many of us can be that way but still be saved? So, the, you know, s- salvation is just is just a doorway into all that God has available. Now it's a requirement. It's a it's a necessary doorway, but still it's a door. And and so I think that of course Jesus wanted everyone, you know, it's not God will, God's will that any should perish. So that's his that's his hope, his desire, but but notice he says if you have ears to hear let them hear. That is to say, some won't have the ability to receive what I'm saying. And he's not scratching, you know, tooth and nail digging to try to make people come to life, so to speak, to awaken something in them. Um, of course, it's his desire, but to just borrow the phrase again, he's he's not over eager. Um, he's not coming across as desperate, you know, kind of gasping for air to stay above water. You see the what I'm saying, this sense of urgency. Um, you don't you don't really see that, and and I hope that doesn't come across in a negative to, negative tone. Um, it's just simply there as an observation. And I think that's imp- important for us to to remember, I think, as well, is, you know, people, people find themselves at different stages in their journey of, you know, being spiritually awakened. 
uh, reborn is language that Jesus uses with Nicodemus to be born again. People are at different stages, and we we definitely need to be very um, mindful of of how we engage with people because we we want to make a positive impact and not leave them with a distasteful experience because we were we were so overly zealous to try to get them to understand what we're trying to communicate it's a it's an important message it's an eternal message but um it is a message that has to be received and so um, if for the sake of not sounding kind of crass, it does seem, it does appear on the surface very casual. For those with ears to hear, let them hear. So I think those are some things that we should keep in mind as we, as believers who have uh, given our hearts and lives to Jesus, um, to remember in, in our exchanges with those around us, is we, we may find them all in different stages. And some will have ears to hear what we say and some will not. But let's be always mindful of, of our engagements, of our opportunities, so that we can demonstrate a positive light for the gospel uh, to as we embody and try to emulate Jesus. So... Um, I think that's important for us to keep in mind. I think just lastly, as we close this out, I think it's important for us to always be desiring, um, asking the Holy Spirit, uh, the Father, the Son, to reveal to us those places in our in our hearing that maybe we have blind spots that we don't have ears to hear uh, because each and every one of us have those places in our lives where we have kind of blind spots because of our paradigms we've talked about that before because of the things that we were taught um, the things that we've been we've experienced there are each um, in our lives areas that we don't have ears to hear and so First, we have to just acknowledge that that we have those deficiencies. But then even, I think, as important, we need to then reach out to the Lord to ask Him to reveal to us those areas where we are lacking with ears to hear and ask Him to, to help mend the gap, to bridge that dysfunction so that we can be well-rounded in in our understanding of who he is and and his mission and his heart and um, and even in his word as we process it as we study it um, because there's lots of things that are communicated that even you can find language in scripture but it's contrary to what the to what it's contrary to what the truth of the reality is. So, you know, you can pull out bits and pieces through Scripture to try to justify many things that you believe are true or that you want to be true and then try to justify it that way. So how you 
what you come to conclude through Scripture is something that we should take very, um, very cautiously and and in in a, in a way seriously. So, you know, and just encourage us all, myself included, seek the Lord to to for Him to show us those blind spots that we have in hearing, so that we may truly hear. And not just in what we read in his word, but also hearing his voice. It's a it's a very sad thing that many of us in the church have lost our ability to hear him speak. And sometimes we we take for granted that, oh well, everything everything that we have to hear is in the word. But we've but many times we've gotten disconnected from his voice and it's not like he's went silent and stopped speaking. And yes, he speaks in his word. He's th- these are eternal anchored truths uh, through the biblical text, but but we must never lose connection to his speaking because he does speak and he is speaking currently. So we just have to have ears to hear. And so that's another thing that we should be seeking is to hear and discern his voice, hear and discern appropriately his word, and and then discern those areas in our lives where we may be lacking in that word again, paradigms, things that we've come to conclude to be reality. Um, so there's, I think, several key components of whoever has ears to hear, let them hear, that we should seek from the Lord. And in doing so, it's pleasing to Him. And we will find, you know, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. So thank you for taking the time to join me. I bless you. And until then, we'll see you on the next one. God bless. I would trade a million lifetimes for a moment here with you.